Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show where our mission is to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. And whatever balance means to you, right, Andressa? You always like to say that. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes it's not equal time. Sometimes I want to spend a lot of time drinking margaritas at the beach on Mondays. Nothing wrong with oh, that. I want to see that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to see that. I have this vision of you literally at the beach on a Monday drinking a margarita. I think I would um, drop dead if I saw that, but I want to see I'll that. I'll take a picture. Yes. I'll post it. Hold me accountable, people. I'm holding you accountable. I'm running it down on Jessa, <laughs> right. on Jessa on some beach. <laughs> there we go. Listen, today I'm going to talk about three things that can go wrong on your Airbnb. And most importantly, how can you fix it? Interest rates are sky high in 2023. And buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an 8, 9, or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, they've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high cash flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. All right, Liz, here's the deal. There are things that can go wrong with your Airbnb. And whoa, I'm whoa, whoa, gonna... whoa. you can't just like make tons of money and sit back. And because like, I feel like so many people's stories are like, oh my God, my short-term rentals are outperforming everything. They're amazing. Sure. So what can go wrong? <laughs> well, a lot of things can go wrong and I don't have hours and hours to go over those things, but I'll share three, three things that can go wrong in your Airbnb. But the most important thing that I want to share is like what I have done to avoid that, to mitigate that, to fix that problem. So you don't have to go through the same things that I've done. Good stuff. So the first thing is wrong guests. Yes. 
your Airbnb needs to have an avatar. So it's very specific. And I recommend you to niche down. I had a house where it was really catered to families with kids and pets. That it was on my title. It was on my description. Therefore, I justified the pricing. They had extra items. There were items for dogs, items for the babies and for the other people. <laughs> but <laughs> that was the deal. It was not ideal for parties, for anything like that. There was one time that I had this inquiry from this group. And the person that was inquiring about the property was from the army. And here's my mistake. Because they were from the army, I said, listen, come on, they won't do anything, right? They serve our country. They're not going to do anything. Well, mm. guess what? I was that wrong. Mm. So do not, do <laughs> not just bypass your rules. So here's mm. how you can get very, very clear, right? I want to, I want to give you very specific tasks for you to do. So you attract the right guests. So your vetting process is very, very important. So your description is clear. You have very specific questions that Airbnb has a place where you can add them over there. So when they apply, they receive those questions such as, do you smoke? Do you plan on having guests over? It's very important to have that. How many people, what their ages is important to know because sometimes you have underage folks. And I'm sorry, the answer is, is no to all of you kids that are looking <laughs> to do something in my house. The answer is no. Clear rules. It's all over the place. And they sign an extra contract. And you might say to me, what are you talking about? Yes, uh, my attorney had an extra contract. Everything is virtual and online. They can e-sign everything. A lot of people that are looking for trouble or doing something that it's not in favor of the rules of the house will not sign that. So how do you spot people that are not looking to do the right things? Number one, they are local people looking to book local properties. Don't get me wrong on this. There are certain situations that are like, listen, we need a place to do like a baby shower. If that's the case and you accept that, that's cool. But there's sometimes people that just sign up. They have zero reviews. That's a red flag. And they are booking in their hometown. So that is a no-no. The other thing is when you are asking them certain questions, standard questions, hey, does anybody smoke? Not just you, but anybody smoke. And hear me out on this. I describe what smoke is. I describe any industrialized, natural, whatever, electronic, wow. because yeah, it was not Don't described. assume anything. Yeah, because it's like, no, you didn't say natural. It's like, okay, natural, wow. <laughs> electronic, whatever, all of it, all that by anything, anybody, not just you, anybody. And they start getting a little defensive. So when they start being a little defensive, that's a red flag. And not everybody needs to be a match, right? I'd rather not have trouble or deal with the neighbors, I'd rather not book somebody. And believe me, I had no problem booking people because the right people, the right family, remember family, kids, dogs, they want peace. They just don't want to do anything but relax over there. So that's my number one thing. Wrong guests. 
that can, can go wrong. Can I ask wrong. you a really quick question? I yeah. feel like I need to like interview you like for an hour now, but <laughs> really quickly though, like I'm thinking about long-term assets and when you deny an applicant, you have to yep. give them usually reasons, right? Because, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you're not going to discriminate anyone for any reason, but these yep. are, these are our rules and policies and, and you didn't fit those, right? Yep. Credit score, et cetera. Is sure. this the same for like short-term rentals? Do you have well, to kind of show why my, they didn't? It's my house and my rules. So if I said no smoking and somebody says, yeah, one of them smokes. You can deny them on if they don't meet your qualifications, pretty much. Exactly. That's how I think. Of course, you're not going to discriminate people. Same like the basic ethical rules of the housing authorities. Absolutely. There are certain rules that I don't want to have. Let's say pet. Right. There's one unit that I had. It was very small and it just didn't have the space for pets. And a lot of people ask for it. I was like, this is not the idea. So, no, I'm sorry. We cannot do it. Right. So it's all the rules that is very specific amount of people. Sometimes your max capacity is for people and people are trying to book with six yep. just to shove it. People there. No, I'm sorry. That's not going to going to happen. Thank you. So based on the rules, the other thing that can happen is breakdown. I had two situations, very, very unexpected. The number one was a fridge that just went down and I'm sorry, Samsung, but it didn't do a great job <laughs> with it. it was easier for me to get a new one, put it in place. The in between the situations, I had to do what I had to do, get coolers for them, pay for dinner for them to to go out and enjoy. It's just, you do what you got to do when those unexpected things. But the other situation was preventable. The water heater went down and that is preventable. If you keep the the maintenance in check, that's super, super important. In that case, I refunded the entire stay. And we were in communication. Of course, you do everything that you can. And I still got a five-star from that. I was like, Jesus Christ. Goes to show you, right? It's the service part. I felt that it was the right thing to refund them. She said, no need to refund. I was like, I still think it's the right thing to refund you. I would like to be refunded if I were in your situation. I mean, you had to take cold shower. So yes, that's a a refund, Mm. but maintenance. Keep an eye on, on maintenance. The third thing is like locked out. When the gas get locked out, and I'm telling you, it happens very, very often. They forgot the keys somewhere. They lock themselves out. They forgot the key inside. They lost the key. They don't know where it is. And that's a nightmare, right? So I always have the padlocks with the security code over there that I change regularly. So they don't depend on a key itself, Right. But I also have a lockbox located on the exterior of the house just in case something happened. The battery of the padlock goes down. They forgot the code. The code's not working. I don't know. Everything's down. There is also a lockbox with an extra key over there. If you are using a key, though, very quick, quick, quick tip. If you are using a key and your guest lost that key, you should be on your contract or on your rules that if the guest loses a key, they are responsible for replacing that key. They're responsible for the cost of it because it's very, very important that you replace it. You don't know where the keys are. So for safety, that's what I got for today. I love it. I love it. And, and you know, it's such a big, big topic. And that's why 
one of our uh, pod mentors of our Stride membership, uh, Avery Carl, is teaching a six-month cycle on short-term rentals because it's yeah. such a big topic, right? And we know so many of our members are eating that up. So we got to do more of picking your brain too, because I love your approach to this. And as I get into my goals this year, I'm going to be tapping into you on Chestnut. Love it. <laughs> love Let's it. Do it. So with that, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we appreciate you so much. And we'll see you real soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.